What's up? Oh, oh, oh. It's episode seven. Already. You're not gone for, gone a, for a minute. I'm back again. <laughs> <laughs> We're in each other's heads, I swear. It's it's kind of unhealthy. Um, episode like seven like of it. the lowdown. We're insane. It's fine. Um, Z, how you doing, girl? I'm swell. Like it's been an awesome weekend. I'm feeling myself. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready to do this this episode, girl. How are so you, you got to be for record mode, right? I'm in the same boat, honey. The same boat. The same section, rowing on the same side of the paddle. I'm here. <laughs> Awesome. Well, don't um, expect anything less. Well, is it poll time? You wanna you wanna tell people like what we're talking about? Oh yeah, it was a pretty. I would say it's a low key poll this week. Uh, so I basically asked, you know, who was in charge in your relationship, and I was trying to position it as like, is it you or is it your partner? So whether a guy or a girl answered, it kind of gave us the information we needed to know so every guy that answered that um said that he he was the one in charge and I only had two females out of everyone that answered say that they were the ones in charge (laughs) so typical right every guy thinks he's in charge but that's probably not the case (laughs) very much thanks to the work of the female anyone in particular it's just like I don't know not everyone's out here like being the alphas that they think that they are never that i feel like it's a lot of pull uh like string pulling a lot of puppeteering a lot of uh, manipulation on either side of the coin for whatever partner that thinks that they're really in the driver's seat there's much more to it and and sometimes it's the case but you know it's a reciprocal kind of like dovetail situation usually true true hmm so uh, you want to like jump things off, Z? Like, do you want to just kind of intro the topic and, and crack into it? Yeah. Okay. So we can set the stage by starting with what my definition of like an alpha or beta male would be. Mm-hmm. Um, so, okay, okay. Alpha male, everyone in their mind suddenly, at least for for women, maybe they think of the bad boy, right? They think of somebody who is a badass, like the player type, the hot and cold, um, very confident, which some of those things are true. Like they're confident guys. They have goals and they totally smash them. Uh, they're successful in life. Um, but the other stuff is not necessarily true. Um, people who are players or, are just like do that hot and cold thing with women um think that they're alphas but really really they're not because and this maybe is straying in a different direction but when you do play the hot and cold game uh you're doing it because you really care like mm-hmm. what what the woman thinks or how the woman's going to perceive you so you're trying to be like i don't know um trying to be cool <laughs> and women <laughs> at least the woke women uh, can see, can see through that. Right. And, and somebody who really wants to be with a legit guy is not going to put up with it. So beta males segueing into that um, are really like overly concerned of what people think about them. Mm -hmm. Um, They're generally not confident. Um, 
they're lazy, they're couch potatoes, they're pushovers in their relationships. So that's kind of my my first take at defining those those two terms. And they're <laughs> kind of fluid. And and I bet each guy has certain qualities of both in him. Right. Yeah. For different things. It can be situ- just like anything. I think you can rise to the occasion depending on what the situation calls for and who mm-hmm. who is asking that of you. I mean Interestingly, just before we started recording right now, Z, I was in a group of most actually I was the only female aside from one friend, but I was in a group of males, about four or five, who I actually across the board could go point them out, beta, point them <laughs> out, beta, yeah. point them out, beta, beta, you know what I mean? Like it was like knock them down, line them up. So I even threw it out there because I was like, oh, I'm about to go record this, da da. Um, what do y'all think about just the, the phrase alpha? And the phrase beta spoken into the air, they all kind of shuddered and they all were so quick to volunteer. They felt beta and identified as beta. Whoa. And that was really interesting, right? Um, these are guys that, and ironically, these are men that work in a rather highly visible industry with advertising, influencing, um, digital presence. And I found that really intriguing. Um, and almost were sort of resentful toward the, or not even resentful, but just very kind of, I don't know. It's like they already had a canned answer to write off an alpha type A personality because they probably grew up the non-alpha type A type guy, mm-hmm. um, found their niche and found their rhythm being the anti- like the antithesis to that. And still as grown men, like in their late 20s, early 30s, are triggered by the comparison and yeah, it was just really interesting. I mean, I, like I said, I could have told you they were beta kind of categorically, but mm-hmm. for me, the resentment toward the opposite side of the spectrum is what most stuck out. Um, yeah. I think a lot of times, like you mentioned that uh, it could be situational. And I think one of the big situations is when they're with, with women mm. and their interactions with women. So the best phrase that I can say to attribute to an alpha male would be someone who is outcome independent. So meaning he could be chatting up a girl at a bar or what have you and is totally outcome independent. Like whether she's, she's feeling him or not, like he feels no way about it. Mm-hmm. But if he comes across as not really caring, like what, what's going to turn out from that conversation the woman can generally sense that. And so she's attracted to that kind of, hmm. um, what is it? What's that French phrase? Je, je ne sais pas or whatever. Like, you know, like not giving a fuck attitude. And or laissez-faire, yeah. Laissez-faire, yeah. Um, and is totally into it. So it works in his favor, right? Not giving a fuck. But generally, um, the beta guys are like, really really pressed um it's like that typical oh my god I've actually experienced this in the past (laughs) okay story time and I'm sure every woman has experienced this and I know I've talked about this with my friends so many times where somebody will try to holler at you and then um you'll totally flat out reject them to their face and they'll be like oh well you're not that cute anyways it's like excuse me but um 5.27 5.27 seconds ago I was <laughs> you were like worshiping my ass just get out of my face right now like that's, oh that's you that butt hurt like let's not retaliate like children come on now like 
that uh no that is an age-old an age-old knee jerk and I think mm-hmm. I think we need to address it further I, I think we should chalk that one for one second I really want to dig deeper into the whole attractive aura around being perceived and I'll use the word perceived because I think it's important perceived to not give a damn so right how does one I would love to talk more about how would you say Z someone builds the aura of not giving a fuck because I don't think it's mm-hmm. like me personally like yes in certain things I genuinely couldn't couldn't care and I think it's not on my radar and so I can't actually get that hyped <clears throat> excuse me to to tell you the ways I don't give a shit because I just I got the words but how how would especially when you're alpha right when we're talking about an alpha person that is kind of keen on keeping that persona alive mm-hmm. how would you say if you were building a man like on a fucking you know like a like a video game let's say you're building like a <laughs> like a player on league of legends like how are you gonna build up your avatar to not give a shit <laughs> i mean i wish i could do that on league of legends that would be pretty dope but, uh... <laughs> let's play the um, dozens let's try it i'm just trying to think back on on different situations that i've been in um I don't know like he's just not pressed like he doesn't act pressed when you're when you're around him um it's just very like go with the flow um you know a nice fun like bantering back and forth but he's not trying he's not like that always be closing kind of attitude you know like in sales like (laughs) get the sale at the end like get the girl to go back with you or like whatever it's just kind of like kind of chill and just gauges and if the night's going in that direction then okay like more power to him but he's not going to be pressed to to close I so guess. <laughs> okay so uh, like the never let you swim like never let them see you sweat type thing the non-affected yeah. basically disinterested interest and this is actually gonna throw me back to my my beloved days in uni, but I'm going to, I'm going to put it there. So what you're talking about is called, it's like a Kantian sort of, um, actually a Kantian approach to art. And I'll try to break this down because those of y'all who know me and many y'all don't, whoever you are, um, I do have a background in art. Art theory and critical theory is very much bound up in psychology. Um, a lot of thinkers, whoever they may have been, did approach art and tried to write their, write their own art theory. So Kant, in particular, was talking about the concept of beauty. It's a much contested, frequently visited topic that everyone tries to put their sort of end-all, be-all stance on. And what mm-hmm. I loved about his perspective, which has stuck with me since I ever read it, was this concept of disinterested interest. The fact that his idea of, of the most pure sense of beauty was someone that can say, you know what? I have zero investment, zero um, spin, zero bias toward whatever I'm looking at, but this makes me feel something. That was what his true, pure definition of something that was beautiful was. It wasn't wow. do with aesthetics, with balance, with with opinion, with you know any sort of thing except for can someone in any context, whatever they bring with them, look at something and feel moved and. I bring that to the table because I think the true – I know there's been shit written about, like, oh, the art of not giving a fuck, and everyone's out here reading self-help, this, that, the third, about what everyone is dying to be in this millennial age, trying to appear, appear as though they're not pressed, you know? hmm But 
the real like the, the real person that can pull that off as far as if you're talking about the alpha context of not really being that moved or that pressed if someone who is genuinely unmoved by anything else put in their in their path um, if they're really moved by something without bias or without interest that is disinterested interest and I think that's what that's the one you know that's the what holds the key to to not okay. giving a shit and to being that sort of that building that aura um you know, a thousand women can walk up to you in one bar and you will probably wouldn't even see any of them. And then if he has one sort of look toward one girl without any kind of, of backgrounding information or what have you, uh, you know, he makes his choice. And that makes someone feel chose, makes them feel excited about, mm-hmm. you know, being being selected out of what pool of many. It's yeah. also a law of scarcity, isn't it? So, But also, also t- speaking of on that topic of like walking into a bar, I mean, the person who's not, seeking any attention and acts acts that way is the one who ends up with the most attention mm-hmm. right and I think mm-hmm. that rings true for both men and women right oh, like, a thousand percent a thousand percent well, because you know what's funny though wouldn't you say Z that it's not necessarily also like what that person may look like or be like it's yeah. the fact that the experience of what they are seen to be having is something everyone genuinely wants so bad. It's what most people form their whole life around. It's like, oh, I want some of what they're having. Like, I'll have what some of he's smoking. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, exactly. You know, and people can't, yeah, people can't fade the idea. They can't understand how you can possibly be that unbothered. Unbothered, I hear thrown around a lot. Like that concept of just being, you know, having stimuli put toward you, but also being unfazed. I don't know. I just feel like people want to be mad emotionless these days. Like, why does everyone want to be that way so badly? It's, it's very interesting to me. Emotionless? Yeah, I think people really do. Like, my personal stance, I think people want to appear and, and actually, uh, you know, be, be seen to be in, by themselves and others as emotionless, as unaffected, as unfazed, as, you know, like, I hate... I hate the cliche and I don't even want to say it aloud, but it's a very basic thing to say. And I know it's kind of played out, but living <laughs> your truth for fuck's yeah. sake. Like, you know what I mean? It's like, right. That's what everyone seems to really view in the humanist lens these days. Everyone's striving for that. I mean, if not, then what are you doing? And I think this is all, I think it's a key player in our whole conversation about alpha V beta and, and alpha is seen to be doing just that. Yeah, and, like, alphas are going to have that masculine energy, whereas betas are going to have very feminine energy. Like, they're going to be emotional. They're going to be reactive to situations instead of being logical in a response maybe to something that bothers them. Um, They're going to be, like, insecure, controlling. Like, all those things come from, like, being a beta male and having that highly feminine energy. Um, So as a female, to your point, if you do act like you don't have feelings like you don't care um then that's very then that kind of has like a masculine edge to it I would say Mm, mm. Um, because it's what what you're projecting is that you're reserved with your feelings and your emotions which is a highly masculine thing um then you're gonna attract what you're gonna attract feminine energy which is that that beta male Hmm. right and when I say like um reserved emotions I mean like in the way that you react to things, not in how you share your feelings with somebody that you care about. Like that is the ultimate alpha, right? Like somebody Mm -hmm. who could make you feel secure as a woman and 
um, make you feel like something that's steady, true, honest, um, real, um, speaks to your heart, you know, all those things are what make an alpha male, like the epitome of what every woman wants. Hmm. Right. Somebody who could turn her on and also make her feel secure. It's like a fucking slam dunk. Do you feel like men like that exist? I do. I do think they exist. Yeah. Do you feel like you're compatible with them? hundred percent. hundred percent. It's a rare, it's a rare mix and I've experienced it and probably like the best thing I've ever, the best relationship I've ever had, but, um, which ended for, for its own reasons, but kind of like gave me, um, benchmarks as to what I think is acceptable behavior, what I'm looking slash what I'm looking for slash what an alpha male actually is. Mm. So yeah, I think it's rare, but it's out there. Okay. It's out there. You just got to hold out for it, girls. You just got to just hold out for it. Girls, guys, your man like. is out there. <laughs> your man's is out there strolling, looking for you to put yes. up a flare. Like Which a is rope. kind of wild. It's kind of wild that you're single for the majority of your life, probably. All the while, like your future boyfriend, husband, whatever, is like strolling about somewhere in the world and then eventually you meet him through some butterfly effect of events you know what I mean it's just that's kind of crazy (laughs) I would I would love like me too I I find it definitely kind of this almost bizarre thing if you zoom out far enough type concept but I'd love to throw a a wrench in the works because I think it's definitely a prevalent mindset these days again it's a very humanist and hedonist world we live in a lot of people have started veering away from the concept of monogamy or ultimate partnership or what have you, um, in whatever context that they're, that they're kind of framing it and looking for. Um, do you believe that for instance, I mean, are, are people predetermined always to be pairing themselves with alpha or beta or, you know, they're, or you know, like a random combination, or do you think, do you think that people can exist? Cause honestly, like some beta, behaviors for me would imply that you're good with or without and if you're independent of an outcome then can you not just be that way your whole existence Mm -hmm. I think it comes down to self-awareness um being like self-woke and realizing when you're doing certain things that are unbecoming of you as a man um like let's say like like yelling at like yelling at a female um that's that's beta behavior, right? Getting emotionally reactive um, and just doing crazy shit, I think is beta behavior versus if something bothers you, just being very logical about what's what's troubling you and just kind of like laying it out and saying, hey, that's not right because that's, that's XYZ, let's, let's figure it out, you know, or whatever, whatever the situation is. I don't, I can't think of like a specific thing right now. So it's why I'm being very, very vague. <laughs> Yeah. No, I get that. Because honestly, sometimes I used to joke, like I've said this to my own family before. I'm like, yeah, you know, don't get mad. Or I, I say this to my, my close one of my guy friends. I mean, he and I could benefit out of each other. Being married as him being a gay man, I'm a straight woman. Marry up, have an American and a UK passport, do the damn thing, be single until we get an amicable divorce with both of us bag someone we really want to be with and then be done. Like, oh you know what I mean? I mean, it's a joke in a way, but also, I mean, 
are all humans meant for for union? I, I this is a thing that kind of you know would kind of deflate the whole alpha beta uh, perception. But me personally, like I'd identify mostly as a female. I certainly emit more alpha uh, signals than beta. That's for damn mm-hmm. sure. But do I do I feel as though that I don't want to ultimately find someone to compliment me? Absolutely not. I mean, I've, I've always joked about kind of being cool for however long until the wheels are off. But in fairness, in my core, I do – I'm always actively looking. Um, right. And, yeah, hopefully for that rare combo of another alpha. But, um, but, yeah, I mean, as pertains to women, like how do you identify Z and kind of how do you find it is for you navigating the dating scene then? Yeah, so to your point – Um, saying that you know you're looking for an alpha because you also have your own alpha tendencies but I think it's important for women to compartmentalize you know before I answer that question about my own experience Mm -hmm. I think it's important for women to compartmentalize what kind of alpha behaviors they want to display and when so when you are in a business setting when you're at work and you're hustling and you're killing your goals smashing it day in day out every week um at work getting that promotion networking all these really high powered moves and um like moving and shaking that is the, the like you need to do that it's a must like more power to you it's it's the movement right women equal equal pay and everything and i mentioned this in the past however if you bring that high powered decision-making, leading behavior into the relationship with someone. And like, if you, if you have, if you display those already, you're going to attract number one, a beta male. And if you do end up somehow with somebody who's an alpha, he's not going to stand for that. He's going to, he's probably just going to leave you Mm. Um, because it's too much masculine energy. Um, He's going to lose the attraction that he once had for you once that that comes out or you know ultimately you're going to find out well this guy wasn't really alpha in the beginning he was beta and i do have friends um who tend to only attract and they've actually spoken to me what's going on like why is this person like this i'm getting i'm bored with him or whatever and i'm like girl you need to like let go of the reins Mm. you're 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 making plans you're you know, scheduling dates, you're picking the place to eat, you're paying for it, you're doing all this. And then suddenly, you know, when they're single, or they're they're they come across somebody who wants to do traditionally, like, masculine things, like planning for the dates, and taking them out shopping and doing all this other fun stuff, they feel uncomfortable. They actually mm. feel uncomfortable with allowing a guy to do that. And I'm like, you need to chill. But, um, yeah, for me, like, again, I, I did, I'm like a broken record right now, but, um, <laughs> it's like, like for my own dating experience, if, if a guy doesn't do certain things that I believe to be masculine, then it's a total no go for me. Like mm-hmm. not being chivalrous, not being a gentleman on the date, not paying for the date. Um, those are like basic things that I expect. And if they're not there, then kick rocks buddy <laughs> it's crazy because I do have a differing standpoint too like I've probably got uh, I, well I'll just say I can describe it and let that be I personally 
kind of like a lot of the friends you probably talked to Z the way you described briefly um I do have trouble accepting things from men I do have trouble with the golden handcuffs <laughs> um <laughs> I don't think anything's handed to me um I've I've never had that sort of mentality and I'm not like defensive on my on my back foot kind of you know sparring off people with with anything they want to give me out of I guess their altruistic um inclination if that's a real thing but for me um I I don't know how to say this, but I, I, at risk of sounding a bit silly, I think that even, as you said, kind of allowing, I'll say allowing a man to be, to be the planner, to be the provider, to be these sorts of traditional stances, I think that can still come from a directive alpha position as a female. For me, I can instruct a man to do these things for me and let him feel like he's serving that role. It doesn't mean I don't have the capacity myself. I think a lot of women get interested right. where, right. where they feel as though they have to relinquish control or relinquish some sort of their agency and independence in a situation to achieve the treatment they want. But I think what they really don't understand is for like for me, my personal life it really does work. And I'm saying this because girls, you're going to benefit like me if you, if you get like this, like just um, communicating your desires yeah. can still make you feel relieved and you feel like you got your piece off in the situation as an alpha female mm-hmm. and then let the man take lead from there. You can communicate your desire. It's like going to a place where it's like maids order sandwiches. I want you know, I want the triple yeah. melt with this, that, the third, leave this off and give me that and give me more of this. It's like, throw that his way. Let him fulfill the order. If it's not up to scratch, good. If it is up <laughs> well, to scratch. Speaking of ordering. You know, I so do. I'll I see it as instruction. It as far, I'll take it even as far as I want you to order for me when we're on the date. Like, yeah, that's, okay. like that's how traditional I'll get. Where it's like, yeah, she's going to, and then she's going to have the da I'm like, yeah, babe. Damn <laughs> right, I'm gonna have that. Okay, Tell okay. Me what I'm no, <laughs> I gotta stop you, boo, because I'm That's like, how much I like it. <laughs> I I love that about you, but I'm I gotta be for real. Like, no cap. If a man orders me, I'm, I will pipe up. I will interject. I'll say, hi. I too am literate, and I too have a voice. No, Kels. Nah. <laughs> We ain't doing that unless oh. I'm gone to the bathroom to powder my derm nose and you know the type of inclinations toward a menu I have. Do not speak for me. I'm I'm just mm-hmm. that way. You can take me out. You can pull my chair out. You can take my coat. You can pick where we go. But for fuck's sake, if I don't have a voice, we not cooking. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just how it is. Well, you know, but- sometimes it's even avoided because then the, the waiters actually do the, the right thing, I or guess, by the asking woman the woman. <laughs> asking the woman first. Hello. Actually, I would love if, if anyone does want to hit us up and say this personally, either via user or our um, account Instagram, if you're in a non-hetero relationship, please let me know how waiters navigate treating you <laughs> on a date. That's because right. That's rocky water. You know, it's rocky territory. It's murky waters. Like, I would love to know if waiters try to feed off and figure out who's the alpha versus beta in a setup. Because if I was – and I've, I've bartended before – and you know waited tables doing that as well um but in that situation you just be like hey so what are y'all having tonight <laughs> you know, just throw it out there fall back on the blanket, y'all that blanket question and then someone's gonna pipe up the pick alpha's a, gonna pipe up pick a blank know? space like pick this pick the exit emergency sign glowing between both their heads and look beyond both them and be like hey what are y'all having 
whoever the fuck talks yeah. for good <laughs> exactly yeah exactly. no I, I yeah I think basically I think there's a way to win for everyone if, if you want to be like you know Z you've got your own method if you want to go in that lane that's cool you know your lane you stay I'm with I'm with my lane as well like I yeah. you can win and you can win like we're on the same track we all trying to get to them goals you know that's I mean? right that's right <laughs> everyone gets the partition participation price yeah. <laughs> forward movement is good movement you know what i mean so. that's right that's right well like have you ever have you ever um been with a beta and and how was that if you have or have you ever encountered situations where you're like ah, mm-hmm. you know? oh yeah you know what i actually did date somebody in the past this was years and years ago um where you know how i mentioned that alpha males are incredibly confident right they're secure they know who they are laissez-faire attitude all that good stuff they know how to treat their women right they emote all these wonderful things so I've actually dated somebody who told me um and after this was after a couple months of dating that he um doesn't feel as confident now that he's with me oh like my meaning who I was and my own confidence in myself and security in myself made him feel insecure. Whoa. And the first of all, first of all, there's so many things wrong with that. Like my dude, you're telling (laughs) me to my face that I make you insecure. My first reaction was like, wow, I'm sorry you feel that way about yourself. (laughs) No, I'm not even, I'm not even joking you where most women would think, Oh, what's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? Right? What's wrong with me that he feels that way? You put yourself Mm -hmm. in that position of being like subjugated. I I don't think so. Like, I would never be allowed, like, anyone to put me in that position. So that was kind of like the beginning of the end, and things kind of crumbled after that. But um, it's neither here nor there. It's Mm. just, um, that's that's 100% like beta, uh, beta thing to say yeah. do and be so well I've had a heartfelt yeah. earnest conversation trying to save a situation that could have gotten much more serious and we were hitting kind of a bulking moment and yeah, I've heard verbatim with someone's eyes locked in mind like well I guess I'm just not good enough and I'm like look if 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 you feel as though the thing the criticism I put toward you is that damaging that you're gonna chalk it up to your predisposition and your innate tendencies and you want to put it on me for having a certain standard that you feel is unreachable I'm not like the the shop is an open babe like I'm not gonna I'm not gonna welcome that <laughs> like that for me that I just have never really understood the type of um I like I don't do excuses I don't do flip backs like we can either squash this head on and talk about things and figure out a compromise or like cop out comments don't work um especially someone trying to bring it on you where your your manner of handling yourself and your happiness within your own person um somehow brings them down nah yeah no we're we're not going to play that it's like weird. i don't want to play kelsey's not home she can't come to the door it's not a trauma. Um, <laughs> <laughs> who are you um, but um but see, so like, kind of, if we can move to life hack, then yeah, I mean, let's talk about like a, a relay, you know, a little, a little kernel of knowledge. Like, what would be your advice to people that are seeing themselves as one or the other on a, a pretty polarized way to approach dating, anyway? Um. Okay, I would. 
I guess on the first date, the first date is important to see how he's going to act around you, how he's going to interact with you, interact with other people, and the moves he's going to make. Um, you just got to just observe. Just observe mm-hmm. how he is, um, how he approaches you. If he makes plans for the next date while you're still on the first date, which is important, or immediately the next day after, preferably on the first date, because if he doesn't, then that's just kind of weird. Um, Relaying them minutes from the meeting, like, yeah. so I Yeah, I just, I would just say keep, keep an eye out for typical, like, gentlemanly good behavior, and you're probably with, with a good dude. Yeah. I think my thing would be, um, people need to understand that neither alpha nor beta is a negative construct and i think people need to just know their lane and stay in it um you're built a certain way you have your own certain you know lean towards something or other that's going to set you off or make you happy um trying to fit a square into a circle don't work so but see the thing is i have to comment on that because for the man whether he's alpha or beta is fine right for him but for the woman right the woman who ends up with the beta male might think that she's she's all good and well because she's kind of controlling the relationship and doing her own thing within it Mm -hmm. but eventually she's gonna tire of someone who's like a pushover and doesn't doesn't turn her on um Mm -hmm. and she's gonna look elsewhere for you know pleasure and companionship and and all that stuff so you know (laughs) you know what comes with the territory just be ready like don't don't get brackish the women gotta be ready to be disappointed in the long run if you end up with a beta because i think it goes against your natural state of who you are being a feminine creature right yeah like that's my warning i guess (laughs) (laughs) it's not a warning it's it's definitely more than that but no you're so right and like to thine self be true. The more the more you understand about yourself, the more you can say it aloud to yourself, the better you're going to be. Women that are alpha, like, don't be afraid to embrace how you are. Don't don't tailor and tamper down how, you know, how you feel and how you express yourself. And same for anybody of any persuasion that is, is either a side of the coin. You know, just make sure you're with it and make sure you understand what comes with that because the more you can equip yourself with knowledge of, of whatever, whatever context you want to put yourself into – the better you're going to be, the better you'll be served. But just don't get mad if it doesn't work out when you try to go against the laws of fucking nature. <laughs> and that's that. <laughs> and we out. <laughs> well, it was a nice little short episode. Thanks, Kel. Yeah, absolutely, girl. A little, little pithy dose there. Um, hit us up with more comments, questions. Follow us on Instagram, officially the lowdown. Um, Tell us what you want to talk about, what you want us to talk about, yeah. if you want to be on with us. We want to interact. <laughs> right then, till next time. Ta-ta. Bye. Bye-bye.